<sighs> Good morning. Who is ready for this episode? Because I am. I've been ready for this episode for a long, long, long time. And I think, honestly, Keaton has been too. Keaton, can you explain uh, what you're doing there, buddy? Uh, Give yeah, us a little so rundown. Uh, yeah, so I went to my uh, local tobacco connection, and I walked in, and I asked, I said, you know, what, do you guys have any of that DAC pack? And they were confused, and I, uh, I said, what about the Sirianni, you know, the Sirianni special? Said, nah, man, we ain't got that, and I was like, I was like, nah, you gotta have that DAC pack, so I walk in their humidor, and sure enough, they have this, nice little, uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now, the only reason it's not mm-hmm. lit is because I'm indoors, and I don't need to smoke people out, but I will be lighting this hoe up after the stream, so. Oh, yeah. New DAC pack yeah, in here, I mean, this gas or what? My God, we'll talk about it later, but whew, that was bad. That was surprisingly bad, even for the Cowboys. I'm excited to talk oh, about that, um, but we got a lot of good information this week for sure. Fellas, anything um, happened over the weekend that was fun, funny, interesting, mm. all the above? So it snowed a lot today and yesterday and the mm-hmm. day before. And um, this, this morning, I'm leaving to go to work. I got I got stuck in my neighborhood trying to leave. And I was dog sitting. So I had to, I had to walk back a quarter mile trying to get like in my just regular tennis shoes and like shin deep snow and grab a shovel from their house and unshovel the like shovel the ground to get my car unstuck and then i get to work and it was a bunch of the the like that black ice that you can't see right and uh i like i start slipping and sliding yep i step outside my car immediately (laughs) biff it and fall backwards (laughs) and i just i just kind of lay there on the concrete just Today's not my God day. Take me. not my day. So I, At I, least your I, ankle so didn't get taken out with it. True. I almost slept two more times. Shout and then, and then at my work, I watched uh, I watched three people get into car accidents. Not good. No. Not good at all. I even said, so Aunt, I said my ma- how are you doing? No, no, no. Go ahead. Doing pretty Aunt, good. how are you man. doing? Doing pretty good. Speak up, please. Are you winning, son? <laughs> Not Dak. <laughs> Not Mac. It sounds like you're about to be in one of those commercials for the people that smoke too much and they have like a little hole in their, ne- their neck. They're like, I've been a smoker for 30 years. Dude, it's bad. I've been a smoker for 30 years. I introduced everyone to vaping in high school. <laughs> Dude. So I know no such thing. Cut you that. got that. Cut that. All right. Uh, let, me, let me go back to my Google Docs here. I probably should keep that open. It's probably going to be a lot of... <gasps> I was a smoker once. It's been going off and on. I smoked in junior year of high school. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Always watching, Wazowski. Always watching. <laughs> All right. Well, we had a what a crazy week of football. Um, well, Aunt, um, I got a question for you. Yeah. So how did it happen? Just randomly. Yeah. Random dude, I, just woke up, I just woke up this morning and my freaking sore. My throat was really sore, and then just started hurting a lot. And then I just been and I've been talking all day at work, calling people and everything. Right. Oh, just that's unfortunate. Well, it's good that you at least told the viewers what's happening, and he'll probably be on mute for a lot of this. So uh, we'll try to portray at least what he was, you know, telling us over the last week and what he has been ranting about for uh, the last week as well. Yeah, we're basically playing ant charades today. Yeah. And it's gonna be. <laughs> he starts signing. He yeah. pulls out two. He's like, 
Oh, I'm gonna. Just, uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Do me a favor. Go while Zach and I are talking <laughs> football. Go gargle with warm salt water, and I that that's not like a sus thing. That's a genuine thing. Pause. Pause, pause. 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 It's a genuine thing. Warm, like like microwaved water with a little bit of salt in it. I'm telling you, just gargle with it, spit it out. You're good. I life life. Why do you have, right why there. Do you have to heat it up? Why do you have to heat it up? Uh, the the hot water soothes the throat. Tony, it's a real thing. I'm not gonna lie, that actually is a thing. My parents had me do that as a kid as well. Mm-hmm. I still do it now to this day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. We hope you feel better. If there's anything that you want us to portray or say, just type in the chat or start throwing up some gang signs. Either way, we'll do our best. Like Tua. That's what I was saying, bro. There you go. <laughs> Twitter fingers turn to trigger fingers. <laughs> trigger fingers um, turn into pig fingers, bro. Him and Dak, they love them picks in the playoffs. I got knocked. Yeah, they wood. do. I need to stop talking um, too much. You've been talking too much. I'm going to come on next reckless. week and an upset will happen, and I'll be way too depressed. God. I'll be like Anthony, okay. except I can't speak. I'll just choose not to. If, if the Niners get eliminated, I will legitimately smoke this live. <sighs> So, my let's roommate, just not say that. Not what we well, don't say that. <laughs> I can't rock, do it for my fucking mental health, man. I can't do it for pack. my mental health. If it happens again, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna take a break from the podcast. I resigned for a week. That'd be. Ex- we'd bring Tyler Lewis on. No, we could all. You guys would have an laugh. insane, insane, insane podcast, though. Just be an. It hour might be just- like. Two hours of Brock Purdy instead of an hour like last exactly. time. I can't do that. No, I'm just kidding. I'll do it, but let's so not. Let's, let's not. Can we talk about the um, the Texans and Browns game? Hold on. Well, wait, hold on. wait, 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 think... wait, wait. We have some big news. We do. Um, and we do. Bill Bill Belichick's uh, he's an Atlanta Falcon brother. I feel like what? that's pretty big news. Bill Belichick what? is uh, he is a when was this announced? When was this announced? When was this announced? Uh, he is from New York oh, Post and Fox News. He is uh, almost a guaranteed lock. He is what? the only one out of the who they interviewed to secure a second interview, and he is a, almost a guaranteed Dude. lock. I kind of like I that. I saw I saw that the Falcons interviewed him along with Jim Harbaugh. They um, did, but they interviewed him a second time, and they didn't invite Jim Harbaugh back. Interesting. Okay, so, so I'm not saying it's happened, think, but it it feels like it's a lock, and it makes sense. No, it, at that point, it feels like it's going to be a lock. Um, I find it interesting that I um, that we talked about how Bill Belichick wasn't off the Patriots yet last week, and literally the next morning, the day that the mm-hmm. episode is going to release. Patriots um, and Bill Belichick uh, split split ways, basically. So I found that kind of yeah. interesting, um, kind of funny, wow. actually, and ironic. Um, that was kind of devastating. I was actually kind of sad. I know in one episode I said I didn't, I wanted him gone, and then after that, once like I said, I got clarity that we just suck. I was like, all right, I kind of want him to stay. Like that. I don't know. That's just a very, it's, he's, he's the goat of coaches. He is the, he's just an iconic, he's an iconic person on the Patriots in general, right? If you think of the Patriots, mm-hmm. you go immediately to either Brady, Gronk, Edelman. If you want, you could go Randy Boss, but um, also you could, you have Bill Belichick. Bro left out Chris Hogan. Like we wouldn't notice. Yeah, no, I'm not putting Chris Hogan in that. But anyways, I was I, I was pretty sad about that. Hearing about what that, about news. Danny Amendola. I was just I, was knew, just one you, I knew one of you guys was going to say dog. Danny Amendola. He was pretty. That's good. what I was trying to think of. That little midget was a dog, man. Yeah. Don't you can't say that. Can't. He's uh, really small. He's actually smaller than me. Okay. okay, I well that's not saying much, but well that's saying a lot actually. Actually, no, he's but, not. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Wait. That's not who I, actually. That was one of the people that I was thinking of. You're There's thinking Danny one. Woodhead. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woodhead. Woodhead. That's who it was. Sick name. Uh, anyway, Rex <laughs> yeah, Rex Burkhead. Dude, there's so many heads. More head. 
Rex Burkhead. Eddie Woodhead. He's like my height, man. He ran a four three three. Holy moly! Dude, he's a little speedster. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. Uh, um, no, but you're good. Oh, all in all, though, like it happens. It was gonna happen. We all kind of saw it coming. Um, and yeah, if he if he's on the Falcons, good for him. Um, I really hope the Falcons do really bad though, because if they do really good, I'm gonna be pissed. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know who the OC is there, but if they're any decent with their defense and the capability that he has of coaching a good defense, the Falcons could be a pretty decent team next year. I just saw a a tweet that said that Kirk Cousins might follow him to Atlanta. That would be crazy. That would be an epic duo. I would like that. For and Atlanta has all the weapons. Honestly, it's just coaching at this point. Although, wait, who who would who would Kirk Cousins follow? Belichick. He would follow Bel- Belichick Why? to Atlanta. Where did Belichick ever have anything to do with him? Or is it just like a, hey, it might fit? No, I think it's just like a fit. Like, I think Kirk Cousins okay. is open to it. And it seems like, obviously, if Bill yeah, lands that spot, that would be like one of the main spots that he would be looking into. But, I'm on Twitter right now. Dude, I'm that would be a cool thing, fit. So. Although, I don't know. The Falcons seem like they kind of need an offensive coordinator or like an offensive-minded coach. Like that's where they really struggled, they especially with all, of their with all of their weapons. Like, come on now. But I could see it. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, God, what a what a what a week of football. Yeah, let's go to our predictions. Honestly, should we just pull up the bracket and talk about it? Because Ant yeah, and I you still have the bracket? Did not do well. Um, I can no, do I don't think we like officially did one, right? We didn't like do yeah. them like that. We just talked about it. I can pull up okay, the bracket season, right now, though. Next season, we're gonna make our own bracket. Mm-hmm. So, peace. Looking it up right now. Um, I can share mine. Yeah, I, dude. I mean, why? Am I sharing or no? Actually, you know, I'll just let you guys do it. No, I, I can't can do, because right? it's saying that I need two computers or two monitors. So, one of you guys Wild. do. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Got it. Um, oh, that was just like, wait, that's not it. Yeah, I got you, Ant. Don't worry okay, about yeah, it, because I, I can just run it on my second. It, it makes more sense. Um, yeah, no, that's fine. I just can't find one that's big enough, like photo-wise or image. That's and, what she um, said. I can't. Yeah, I know, right? And um, I can't like zoom in. So yeah, yeah, you're good. I got you. I got get you. Cool, I got you. Get a closer look, you know. Okay. That POV. I don't like how you said that, brother. <laughs> Not gonna lie, that POV it sounded very sexual. Well, Keaton, that was the point. Well, shut the fuck up, pussy. All right, okay. now would be the time to do the naughty America. There we go. Well, let's just there do this instead. All right, we are okay. back. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Um, here we go. Okay. Well, um. Crazy week. Uh, we had Philly. Let's, let's just go from top to bottom. Actually, should we should we go? Yeah, let's just go from top to bottom. Let's just go from top to yeah. bottom. So we had yeah. Philly, Tampa Bay. Um, now, do we all remember what our predictions were? Oh, yeah. No. I'm I pretty sure I, took the, I think I took you the took, Eagles. I think we all took the Eagles, which bad mm, take. No. I, don't know if I, I don't know if I took the Eagles. I might have taken the Bucks. See, this so is actually, always, I think you did. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. You, you did. took the Bucks because you were against okay. us. Yeah. Um, and Zach yeah. and I had the Eagles. Look, look, and to I'll, be fair, I'll I said that. I, I will add I, and post our predictions. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, I just pretty much said that. Uh, I think Eagles. Eagles should. I said I. It'd be nice to see the Bucks win, but I said. But man, Eagles really should win this. Yeah, well, I think that's what I said about that game. And let's, yeah, 
they did not. Let's dive a little bit into and, and Zach, I'll, I'll let you I'll let you get what you're gonna say out because I want to dive no, a little bit into this game. Um, um yeah, yeah, I'll say it pretty quick. I thought the Eagles were gonna win just based off experience and a team that's been there turning around what they had going going into the playoffs. That did not happen, and that was obvious mm-hmm. within the first two minutes that was not happening. I mean, they played with legit zero heart like it literally looked like they did not want to be there also that game i believe ended as 25 to 9 right uh no, it genuinely no, could have been 50 to 9 30 32 to 9 so it was 32 to 9 yeah it probably um, should have been 50 to 9 there were three touchdowns that were dropped man um going into that niners eagles game Eagles, what were they, 9-1, and 10-1? and, one? Ten and uh, one. Niners win that game pretty handsomely. And yeah. uh, Nick Bosa comes out and he says, look, we, we just provided the game plan f- for everybody. Uh, you collapse the pocket around, around Jalen Hurts and trying to get him to go outside and not cut through like the B and C gaps. And ever since he said that, man, Jalen Hurts has been limited on the run. And his dual threat ability has been very much mitigated. And teams are now forcing him to throw the ball, which like systematically he has not proven he's been able to do. Like even last year, he was really good because of his ability to like space the field because of his ability to run. Because you couldn't like you couldn't blitz him because then then someone over top is open. But then if you didn't put enough pressure on him, he's running. So it's really hard to contain him. After the Nick Bosa comment, it was very apparent that that team was was not functioning, and it's amazing to me. There was a there was I, I think it was the post game press conference after uh, after this Bucks game. Nick Sirianni was asked. They said, you know, let's say you come back next year. Like, what what is your solution? He said, I don't, or maybe it was the week before. But he basically said, he's like, I don't know if I like I don't I don't have an answer for how to fix this. And it's like, brother, if you are an NFL head coach and you're getting paid good money, there is no reason you shouldn't have an answer on how to fix how to fix a broken offense. If that's what you the are. The answer is to get rid of him. Exactly. That's the answer. And man, I was watching, I was watching um I was watching uh the Manning casts and they had Ray Lewis on there. And you know, Ray Lewis is like I saw one that. Of the greatest players to ever play the game. And yeah, he was watching the play where where uh Ethan or uh, James Bradbury gets cooked and mm-hmm. then Kevin Byard gets cooked. And for like, it, it went from like a six yard screen pass to a 30 or 50 yard touchdown, or whatever. And he's like, dude, they're just like, they don't want to tackle like the angle. Yeah. He literally, he, he just literally watched said, it was just like, wow. Wow. He said, wow. he said, when you, when you play football, they teach you about angles. And like, he's like, I'm watching this right now. They have the worst angles to the ball. So right. I don't think Patricia, who first and foremost, whoever brought in Patricia as the defensive coordinator, should fired. fired. Get him out of there. Fired. Which it might have been Howie Howie Roseman. So get him out of there. It probably was. If it and Nick Sirianni, if if he's saying he doesn't have an answer for how to fix that team, get him out of there. Um, Jason Kelsey might retire. It was just a sloppy game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Hurts, who's played awful, and I I witnessed it at the Seahawks uh, Eagles game. Um, I'm actually on the field right now, uh, reporting live from Seattle, and you know this is where it happened. Uh, and what I noticed in that game, and I noticed in this game, is that Jalen Hurts is very uncomfortable when he can't do his own thing. There was a there was a scene or there was a play where he took that like and he dropped back 11 yards and took a safety, and then right. when they were down by a single score, he took a safety, and then the uh, Bucks immediately go down and score a touchdown. And that was the game. That was literally the game. And it was like six minutes worth of football. And it was a, it was a nine point deficit already. So. Right. I don't, I don't know. know. There was also a, uh, a shot that I saw on Instagram and it was Dallas Goddard talking to Jalen Hurts. This is the first time where I've seen an Eagle sideline that I won't say it's, looking like they don't believe in Jalen Hurts, but they clearly are uncomfortable with the way he's playing. And Dallas Goddard, like, yelled at him, like, something. 
and Jalen just did not respond. He looked honestly unemotional, and that's the first time I've really seen the Eagles almost be um, not confident with his ability. Like you could see it, you could see it right away. Like they're like, okay, like yeah. is he really the guy? Is he really I'll the lie. guy? And then, yep, this is it. Like he's clearly upset, clearly upset, yelling at Jalen, like not confident with his ability, upset with how the game is going. And that's really the first time I've seen that with Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. And then yeah. you throw on Nick Sirianni and he cries at the Super Bowl. He's a baby in the locker room. He's a chirper on the field. I what does he even do? I saw a video, bro, where they were up against Kansas City. It was right before half. And Patrick Mahomes is like pointing to their sideline, like either talking shit or like talking to a ref or something. Mm -hmm. He points to the scoreboard and goes like this. Does like the little cry thing. Jalen Hurts has to put his hand down. I'm like, dude, that. like that's an no, he issue. Them that's off. a problem. He flipped him off. Did he flip he him flipped off? Them that's what it was. He did something after some Hurts gesture like, afterwards. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I'm like, like dude, like your star young QB is having to mature you. Like that's a horrible, horrible way to it's run a franchise. So I don't know. I think you run it back with him one more year. If things are horrible and he doesn't have an answer, then your answer is to throw him out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wild, man. Crazy that, that, game. The, the, the turnaround from six and one or from 10 yeah. and one insane. to losing seven of your last eight one and is insane. seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Although I'll say this. I really don't think the bucks are a good football team. I'm sorry. I don't I know, man. Don't see it. I'm, I, I am, I'm fully on the Bucks train, man. I um. You think they're I, gonna win? This week? We'll talk about it later. But... The, we'll, we'll talk. I'm a little worried for the Lions, but that, I, we'll save that. I can um, see it. I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about our let's talk about uh the next game. It was the Rams Detroit game. Probably One a game of very uh, few games that was actually good. Banger, yeah, not a blowout. Banger alert. Uh, yeah. Matt Stafford returning to um, Detroit to did Detroit. not disappoint. Um, I'll tell you that. Yeah, he's good, man. Um, returning he's to Detroit really for the first time in like what four or five years after you know setting multiple records with that team. I mean, he was there for Calvin Johnson. Um, he, I mean, he's a fantastic player, but it, it's very storied. You know, first playoff game, Jared Goff meets his former team, Stafford meets his former team, and man, that was a banger. The script writers were cooking with this one. They really um, were. It was that. I will gun say game. before you continue with whatever you're gonna say. Sorry. No, no, no. Um, I'm, before I'm, we actually just, get into analyzing the game, I thought something that was kind of shitty with Detroit was that they booed him when he ran out. I'm like, why are you booing him, man? Not only Seattle did the same thing with Russell Wilson. Oh, I don't. Like Seattle and his family. Seattle, they were booing yeah, all of them too. All got booed. I'm like, dude, he's a legend for you guys. A legend. See, that's and. That's that's where like the Russell Wilson thing. Seattle did the same thing with Russ, and I was like, dude. And Russ he won a Super Bowl with Seattle. I know like, that's insane. Like, Russ was Russ was the greatest quarterback we've ever had in franchise history. So personally, I didn't I boo, him, but dude, that one really personally. pissed me off. I was like, dude, what? And like he took yeah. it like a man, and obviously he used it as motivation. But I just thought that was really shitty. Mm -hmm. Like for a franchise um, that has nothing, and he really was the only one that did anything for you guys. Like, yeah. Not good well, looks. Game was wild. Uh, I, I gotta say, um, before before we analyze the game, just just got a shout out. Puka Nakua is a freaking dog, man. Dude. I keep thinking. I, I keep I keep sitting here saying, ah, he's not. Like at some point, he's gonna fall off, right? He didn't. He has not fallen off. No. Nine receptions, 181 yards, and a touchdown. Now, granted, that Detroit. This is what worries me about Detroit. Their passing offense is atrocious, or their passing defense, their passing is, defense is, I think, ranked thirtieth in the league. Yeah, thirtieth. Uh, so it's not good. And then so, Houston's anyway. like twenty ninth. Mm -hmm. Um. So, you know, uh, Puka Nakua had his way with Detroit, but man, he is special. Anyway. Anyway, I'm uh, to look something up what, real quick. Hold on. Did you uh did you watch this game? Did you happen to watch it? This one, I know it's hard for you think... to talk, so you can keep it short. No, 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 no. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Um, it's weird. Like my voice, it's it's like off and on. If it's like how I was yeah. talking, Zach, it's it's been off and on for like if it's super scrappy or if like it sounds like 
normal, but it all still hurts. I don't know. Um, yeah. But either way, it's fine. It's just, it's gone a lot of back and forth. Um, I don't think I got a chance to watch this one. I don't remember why. I don't think I was around YouTube TV at the moment when this game was going on. Yeah. That could have been it. So I couldn't watch it because it was like on what? NBC or something like that. Um, NBC and Peacock. Yeah. And Peacock. Oh, maybe that's where I watched a little bit of it. I don't know. Anyways, um, I didn't really get a chance to watch this, a lot of this one, but um, the game itself, judging based off of the score and then updates I was getting, it seemed like it was a very good game overall. Like, nice. despite the Rams losing, like, that sucks. But honestly, I got to give it to Detroit, man. They, on, I'm not going to lie, Detroit really earned that shit. Yeah, but, they did. Like, say. Yeah, say what you will about about you know um, Detroit and and lack of winning and all that stuff and experience. Man, I I think Dan Campbell is Dan Campbell to he is a trendsetter. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're I think because of him, right? He's a former player and he played during the Dan Orlovsky years when. They went 0 and 16. I mean, he was he was a starter on that team and he was good, but mm-hmm. you know, obviously not good enough to win. Um, he knows obviously what it takes to win. It's their first playoff win in 30 years, which is insane to imagine. Um, I mean, I, I literally can't imagine not watching Seahawks at least win one game my entire life. Awful. I can't I can't. Um awful. I'll, it took him two years to turn around one of the worst franchises arguably the worst franchise in the last 30 years into one of the most exciting teams. And I'm telling you, there's going to be a lot of NFL like owners and GMs that start looking at this. Like maybe we need more player coaches and not more analytics coaches because Dan Campbell's not a good analytics guy. He is, he is a guy that like you, you speak, he, or he speaks, you listen, like you are glued to him. Right. So, Uh, he rallied and that team. They played well. With that being said, we'll talk about another team here too pretty soon. But um, I think that that's starting to become a trend for sure in the NFL right now. You look mm-hmm. at, like we said last week, Antonio Pierce. You look at, again, we'll talk about their team in a minute here, but D'Amico Ryans, Dan Campbell, specifically we'll say those Mike two, Rabel. They Mike set a trend right coach. away. They set a trend. Typically, as – a head coach or even a franchise, you sit down with the coach with everyone that's that's high up in your franchise, right? So head office, coach, general manager, all of it, all of it. And you come up with a plan. Typically, when you hire a coach on a team that's not very good, you probably have, what, three-year plan, five-year plan? And it's probably rebuild first year, second year, try to get to 500, third year mm-hmm. through five make playoffs and try to get to the Super Bowl. But we're seeing a lot with these player coaches is that they can set a trend right away, which is the first, first, first step. You got to get the respect out of all of your players to set a trend. These player coaches, specifically Dan Campbell and D'Amico, they set a trend, made the trend happen, obviously won their division, and now they're winning playoff games or at least one. Mm -hmm. And so it's just crazy to see that some of these coaches are kind of like defying the typical plan that you put in. And again, I don't know if it's correlation based off of them playing and just knowing how to talk to their players. I don't know if players want to play for them because they know the type of coach they are, but it's a trend and it's a trend that is happening right in front of us. And I just think it's kind of crazy specifically like D'Amico and Dan Campbell, like good NFL players, Nothing superstarish, but they were good, Fan. and they both know how to lose, which is another thing. Exactly, that's the biggest thing, and I think right. Um, right. I, I really think that's the blueprint. I, I truly think that's the blueprint. Is like right taking the loses in like the losses in stride and realizing like fuck, I could be doing better. Like I know I could coach better than this. And right. man, I say what you will. Dan Campbell has a squad, and they are young, dude. Mm-hmm. Look, mm-hmm. they're they, Devin Green they Bay, made man. It, they they, they made it a point. Very young teams. They made it a very big point that it, instead of instead of focusing on on you know passing defense, they were gonna they were gonna come at you uh, and stop the run. And right. they bring in Aiden Hutchinson, um, 
they brought in I forget another player, um, Al, uh, Anzalone. Johnson. Yeah, Anzalone's mm-hmm. been a dog, mm-hmm. and man, I mean, we saw it. They they limited. Kyron Williams has been on a tear this year. They look good. They they gave him. He put up fifty eight yards of rushing. It was nothing. Mike Evans might um, have two hundred though this week against their that's past my point. defense. We'll, um, we'll jump into that, but. Uh, yeah. Let's, Before we continue, though, sorry, I was yeah, trying to yeah. find this, and let's talk about the stat. I wanted to let you guys know that this BYU 2020 team had Zach Wilson, Puka Nakua, and Tyler Algier all on the same offense. Jeez. Isn't that wild? That's and wild. they, where did they finish? Let's see. Puka Nakua. They finished 11th. So that team wasn't a joke. I mean, those are three players that are good in the NFL. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy. That's and crazy. Puka, which is funny, I think we actually watched Puka destroy us. I know we watched Tyler yes. Algier destroy our defense. I remember that specifically. And Zach Wilson. Yeah. But there was a wide receiver. I'm pretty sure it was Puka. Wait, did Puka catch the game-winning drive? I don't know. I don't remember. Dude, that'd be crazy. if I don't know if I was at that Puka game. Puka did. Yeah. Anyway, Luka might have caught that game-winning drive in the corner of the end zone. That mm. catch for the game-winning drive. Maybe it wasn't him, but either way, he's a dog. Sorry, so we'll continue. Probably yeah. to the most surprising game of the week. I don't know if you guys think that, but mm. I was well, blown away yes, by this game. I do. I'm sorry. I do. I, I'm i surprised. Away. I'm not surprised Dallas lost. I'm surprised at the, at the way that they lost. I'm right. also surprised slash more shocked – and like in disgust that Mike McCarthy is not fired. That oh my he's God, it makes he's no coming sense. back for another year. Like what? No what sense. more can this guy do to get fired? It just doesn't make sense at all. Like he's honestly, close, like that's... he's closer to a Waffle House heart attack than he is to getting fired. That's that's <laughs> where he sits. Brother's gonna have heart heart failure before Jerry Jones. I saw a take, bro, and I listened to something on the way home. But this take was that it seems like Dallas likes consistency and wins over periods of time rather than inconsistencies mm. but winning the big games. And I'm like, dude, you cannot be the type of franchise you are right now with the past that you've had. Like that's that's just not who you are. The Cowboys are winners. Let's be honest. The last 25 well, years, they have ruined ruined their reputation with that yeah they, i just they are, i just don't understand not... like if mike mccarthy is the the type of coach where you think he's going to consistently get you 10 wins but lose you got to fire him fire him yeah i don't know i, I, I think know. you also got to get rid of dak i don't know that's weird dynamic love the dude yeah he's a great dude but talking on the packers player in the clutch yeah talking on the packers isn't it crazy that Jordan Love was looking like Aaron Rodgers out there. He was flicking the ball exactly like him. Okay, I I need to uh, shout out my old roommate Phil. He's a diehard Packers fan. Grew up in Wisconsin. Um, we had a conversation about this a, a few night uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, right before we moved out, it was along the lines that I think as fans we are so quick to judge successes off like a few poor weeks. And I think a lot of us forgot early on that that Jordan Love was a rookie, technically, like in in actual playing standards. This was his first full season on his own. Mm -hmm. And he had really good moments. And then he had a a, a very poor, like five in a row weeks. Mid-season, it was not good. Mid-season was not good. He hit a slump and then he figured it out. Since then, bro. He He looks He looks – so good right now. I, yeah. I'm genuinely. I I don't. I'm interested to you know. We'll we'll, we'll jump into this, but uh, right. Um, man, Shocking he looks game. Good. We already talked about it a little bit, but blowout. I mean, it's always f the Cowboys, but that one shocked me, man. I mean, Dak Prescott in that game was honestly unbearable to watch. He I really mean, was. They had. I forget his first name, but King, number 26 for the Packers. He's been a pretty decent uh, zone cover cornerback for the last couple of years. Desmond Nothing all pro like Desmond King. Thank you. 
nothing all pro like he's been a good uh cornerback for the Packers since he started with them but um my god he looks like the best player on the freaking field I mean mm-hmm. he literally sat in the middle for that second pick that Dak had that was a pick six he sat in the middle of the field and literally just shadowed CD Lamb on a slant sat there he literally caught the ball like this like right in front of him he barely had a move and I was like Dak what are you doing like he was like forcing it into him Dak, I just think I don't know man Dak is just not built for the playoffs man and it's pretty evident like that yeah. Dak that Dak pack is legit in the playoffs man like it's, it's free right now it's free every um, year and it's hitting every time I'm not gonna lie. I'm um, a little bit nervous. It's Jordan Love is coming for you. Anyways, so we can do smoothie. Um, and yeah. then the Eagles lost to the Bucks, and the Rams lost to the Lions. Meaning, it is Bucks and Lions playing now for the mm-hmm. NFC. So those are the mm-hmm. next two games we have for the NFC. Wow, it's wild. And Absolutely. are we making our predictions now or I think I oh yeah. mm. uh, no, let's save it. Let's save it. Let's save, save it. it. Save, save. save it. Okay. Um, well, jumping back into the games from last week, I genuinely yeah. think this is the most surprising game of the week. I'm not gonna lie. You said I thought, I thought you said that Cleveland about Green was gonna Bay come in Dallas. Huh? I thought you said well, that about Green Bay and Dallas. Most most surprising game in the idea that I didn't see it coming like at all. I could see the Cowboys choking, and I said that. I think the score was more shocking with that Dallas game. Mm-hmm. This game mm-hmm. shocked me up and down. Yeah. Like the whole yeah. game shocked me. Every aspect of this game shocked this me. This game was honestly so. I boring. could not believe Joe Flacco threw two pick sixes. I couldn't believe Insane. that oh, AJ Stroud looked bro. that good as a rookie. So rookie, I just couldn't believe it. Like. CJ Stroud is him. not a rookie, brother. He 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 is He's a five a ten year veteran. fucking bet. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Honestly, I was shocked watching it. I genuinely was shocked. John the floor shocked. But shout out to yeah. Houston, man. Honestly, good for them. God, this, they they really have a squad, man. I you know what? They really do. You know what? I, we will jump into this. Baltimore's got their hands full. Baltimore has their it. hands full. I can yeah. see it. Um, well, look, I'll, I'll make this quick. I was getting off work trying to watch the game because it, it had started uh, when I was still at work. So I didn't get to catch the first half. Um, I tuned in to watch the Texans go up by a little bit. And then Joe Flacco immediately throws a silly pick six. I couldn't believe it. And, and I was like, okay, well, you know, Joe Flacco does have set six interceptions to eight touchdowns this year. So he was going to have his one. But, you know, they're, they're only down by, like, 14 at this point. Like, momentum swinging, but it's not that bad. Immediately, three plays in, throws another pick six. And I literally just turned off the game. I was like, that's it. That's it. Um, Is Joe Flacco yeah. elite? <laughs> I hate that question because, I, like, one hand, Continue. I want to say yes. Anyway. I don't want to talk um, about it. I can't. Man, that Houston Houston has a squad. Uh, wild be to see this week. I three love years it, into a rebuild, three years into a rebuild, and they dominated. They, I mean, dude, CJ Stroud let his nutsack hang, hang on the all, number one rated defense all in the over league. the number one rated defense in every in almost Couldn't every single it. metric. Couldn't believe it, bro. And he he was like, I don't, and and I Doesn't and care. I have the receipts. I have the receipts. I will add this in post. I did say. Nico Collins is back. He is going to have a game. And he had a fiesta. Dude, Nico's him. Nico's Nico Collins. Dog. Yeah. Okay, also, he's he's nuts. Yeah. before we continue, the amount of wide receiver talent in the league right now is actually ridiculous. Like, it's actually ridiculous. We are, we are spoiled. It's we the most spoiled. talent I've ever seen at this position by far. There is a wide receiver one pretty much on every team, and then some teams have two. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Like, look at the rest of these teams. Every single one of these teams, besides maybe Green Bay, has a wide receiver one. And Kansas City. Patriots. I mean, there's dude, some around the league, but Tank Dell, dude, Tank Dell is, is also and, and Nico Collins. We're from the same draft class. 
it's actually wild, man. Oh no, 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 no. They were not. They were not. But but still, they're both twenty-four years old. Where the hell did Nico Collins go to school? Oh, he went to University of Michigan. Michigan. Huh. Anyways, uh, that was a cool game for Houston. Not what I expected. Um, this next game I think was kind of expected by all of us. Did we all pick KC? Mm -hmm. I think we did. Yes. yes. Yes, we did. Mm -hmm. Yes, we did. Kind of what we thought. Snow game. Although they passed for a lot more than I thought they would against Miami's D. Not to say that Miami's defense is good or anything, but I just thought the snow would be a bigger factor. Not only that, uh, but, though, but just in yeah, general, it's snowing. Like It wasn't exactly. just snowing. It's, just, it's hard to bet on KC, especially in a wild card game. Like Even though I don't think they've been there with Patrick Mahomes, I just would not bet against him until an AFC championship. And I'll explain that later, but I think we can move on. That game was kind of a snooze fest. Uh, I gotta, I gotta say real quick, and I, I'm not gonna lie, did not watch a, a, an ounce of this game. I watched maybe ten minutes. Um, it was on Peacock, and I was not about, I, I was not gonna pay for it. I'm sorry, right. I'd rather just not watch football than than pay for something I don't need. Anyway, I, I got the game, and do you have Peacock? No, why would I pay for it? Oh, do you want my account? No, I'm good. I'm good. The, the house I was staying at, the house I was staying at has a. They had this thing called Voodoo Streams built into the TV. Mm. You could basically yeah. like live stream any sport. And so I got I got the KC uh, Dolphins game, but it was near the end. The game is over. I was like, I'm not going to watch it. Anyway, one thing I did see was the fans saying that the game was rigged and that there was some like BS penalties. And honestly, oh I could understand if it was a one-score game, but your offense scored seven points. Like, okay, a roughing the passer, you lose a little bit of moment. Your offense scored seven points. It doesn't matter. Like, if not you Miami fans are starting to get up there, man. They're yeah. starting to get a little irritating. And I want to talk. I'm a Niner fan. Miami this year, I was like, whoa, whoa. Like, hey, know where you came from. You ain't like this. You guys aren't like this. But yeah, continue, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. No, that's that's all that's all I have. I mean, they're just yeah. It's just I'm over it, dude. I'm over the I have never been one to complain about calls and stuff like that. I am so over the ref ball, like refs have an agenda. Granted, I think there are some plays like that Detroit Lions Cowboys mm -hmm. game where the refs had mm -hmm. an agenda at the end of that. But I'm so over like all the fans just saying games rigged, games real. They want Patrick Mahomes to play Buffalo. Dude, just be better. Just literally be better. It doesn't to, uh, be better. Your team buddy. can't your team can't beat anybody over 500. I'm tired of hearing, oh, it's the fans or it's the refs. Right. No, you just your team's kind of sucks. Exactly. They're literally the Eagles of the AFC. Or the Cowboys. Yeah. That's who they well, are. Well, the, no, but the Cowboys were dominant all year. I'm I'm talking about like how they just fell off near the end. They yeah, had the both yeah. teams had the division lead yeah, going yeah, into the like near the last week and then choked it. So uh, I'm I'm just tired of hearing about the the fans and all that. Right. So, I didn't watch any. And then this last game, kind of a blowout. I don't know. Pittsburgh came back for a bit and then nah, Buffalo not really. ended it. But that was kind of a boring game too. It was kind of what we expected as well. No TJ Watt. That defense looked like they were playing JV ball. The Bills moved on. Got it. I gotta. I I do have to moan a little bit. And I uh, it's gonna sound hypocritical. Did you guys see the play where Justin or Justin, uh, Josh Allen faked the slide? I did see that. The, no. That was crazy. So when so you it saw was on his fifty-two yard, it was his fifty-two oh, yard run touchdown. He like he yeah, basically faked a slide. He did the Kenny Pickett. Wait, maybe I didn't. I don't know. And uh, I don't. It was it was kind of subtle. It was a little less Kenny Pickett, but. I do have to say that's that's got to be a rule that gets changed because immediately he took off for another run similar and then he actually slid and the linebacker didn't know he was going to commit to the slide or continue running. So he hit him while he was going down for the slide and then they called a rough in the passer. So even though Pittsburgh had no shot of winning, got to say that's the one that's the one rule that's been yeah, irking that's me. That's pretty bad, bro. That is the so, one. Yeah, that, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I digress. The game was a blowout. 
Tomlin okay. somehow somehow he's coming back. That's all I gotta yep, say. I saw as well. Blasphemous, so. but let's get into it, fellas. Who do we have winning this weekend? Let's go. Let's go from let's go from uh, uh, left to right. So let's go Green Bay to Texans to Bucks to to Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This is going to be a tougher. This is going to be a tough game. I thought it was going to be no matter what. I thought it was going to be um, just not just a blowout, right? But I don't know. This is going to be interesting. I think this is going to be a fun game. I hope it's a fun game. I think the Niners are going to win, but I truly hope this is actually just going to be a close game because I think in general that'll just be a lot of fun. The Niners and the Packers, they have they've had history in the past in the playoffs. Niners have either completely dominated them or they have won or it's been a very very close game and low scoring. Mm-hmm. It's exactly how it's been in the wild card or in the divisional. Either or, same thing. So I'm curious. I really hope this is going to be one of those games where it's just going to be a close game. Right? Yep. But I still I think like Niners both. Niners should win it. Niners should win this. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Zach, go ahead. Okay. I'll try to make this quick. Um, I need this. But I have a couple takes for sure. Go ahead. Number one, this game scares me for multiple reasons. One, Green Bay is a very good zone defense. Two, Jordan Love is a mobile, accurate quarterback. Both recipes for disaster for the Niners. Both of them. And when I say a good zone defense, I think specifically of the Ravens, who have the best zone defense in the league. Obviously, they're not that good. But with that being said, we throw the ball um, in tight windows all the time. And against a zone defense, that is a recipe for disaster. We saw that in the Baltimore game. Brock loves to be ballsy with those throws. And I think he could get caught slipping with one or two balls in this game which I hope won't happen, but if we were to lose, we would lose because we lost a turnover battle. So I could see that happening. I'll also say the nine-and-a-half-point spread for the Niners, I think I, would, I think I would bet my house on Green Bay covering. Um, I think that's insane. Um, there's also been a lot of beef with just random fans and people in the organization kind of talking. Um there was a defense lineman that said if we get pressure on Brock that he'll make a mistake, which obviously he has not watched film because Brock has the highest completion rating while being pressured in the league. It's typically when he does not have pressure and he stays in the pocket, starts overanalyzing that he throws a pick. So I'll say mm-hmm. that that probably gave us a little bit of extra motivation. And then I also saw a commentator. I'm I'm assuming that you guys saw it too. I'm or I'm sure that you saw the video that Diego put into our chat. But there was either a commentator or someone that just likes the Green Bay Packers. He's a fan that just talks, and he was saying that he basically condones the Packers getting a late hit or giving a late hit on Brock Purdy as long as it's worth it in the game. I thought that was blasphemous especially going against a physical team like the Niners, that's probably the last thing you want to say to a team that has Drake Greenlaw. Um, Unnecessary Roughness is his middle name, so he'll be getting Mm -hmm. a penalty. So I think that that was probably the one thing you did not want to do for the 49ers would be to rile them up physically, especially in a game where you obviously lack physicality against the Niners. But with that being said, I think this is going to be like a – 27 20 type of game the Niners don't win comfortably and I'll say this if Green Bay comes out firing it will scare me I think it's going to be like 7 14 going in half maybe 10 7 because the Niners haven't played they're a little rusty and then they come out firing and Mm -hmm. win by seven that's my guess um well I'll, I'll make this fast Green Bay I'll make three points so one, I think Green Bay's shot at winning comes from starting the game strong. Yep. We saw this. It is a recipe for, for teams to beat the Niners by getting to him early, getting pressure on Brock, you know, getting him a little uncomfortable in the pocket, whether or not he's accurate with the ball. Just make him second guess what he wants to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the Niners traditionally have a mm-hmm. have a pretty low success rate um, in games that they are either behind in or like like you can you can tell when the Niners are losing momentum. Yeah. Um, kind of happened against almost Seattle, a zero percent with Kyle Shanahan. It's yes, like three exactly. and fifty. Um, so I think in order for the Packers to win, they have to start the game like hot. They cannot have a bad first quarter. Like a bad first quarter, you give the Niners momentum. It's hard to get that back. They cover the spread. Um, however, I I am interested to see. Uh, obviously, uh, the bye weeks are kind of a trap sometimes because your team hasn't played in two weeks. So regardless if they're all healthy, Green Bay's and coming Brock off. Brock has it in three weeks. Exactly. Because he did not uh, play in that Rams game. Mo- some of those players have not played in three weeks. Mm-hmm. So, but Green Bay's coming off a huge win against Dallas where they looked primed. So I think Niners do win this, but I, I think I think it'll be close. But I, I do agree. I think it's going to be like a 27-21 type game. However, if Green Bay gets going early, I, I – I could see this going Green Bay's route, but I don't mm-hmm. think that that happens. So, um, well, let's move we'll on. Let's again. move on to our, yeah. Let's move on to another our, our other uh, number one seed game. So that's oh. Houston Texans versus Baltimore. Um, this this is my AFC. Well, all these games kind of look like bangers. So this mm-hmm. is a banger. Like, and I know bangers. This is a banger. Uh, this is a banger. God, uh, Houston at at Baltimore. I, I mean, two fantastic, like two a, a defense that. Okay, let, let let's be real. I think we're underestimating how good Baltimore is. Um, They're very good because because Texans look really good. Mm-hmm. Baltimore is a whole different. They made the Niners look like they made it's, the Niners look like the Dallas Cowboys against the Packers. It was it yeah. was an embarrassment. So. I will say, I think Baltimore wins this by a good margin. However, I would not be surprised if Texans put up a very nice first half score. I believe in the second half, Baltimore will tighten the clamps and just just let Lamar rip across this defense. Mm-hmm. So, and Ravens are going to take it. However, comma. Um, Texans are going to put up a really good fight. However, and it, I love it. Pretty much, Keaton summed it up perfectly. What he said just now is was literally what I was thinking the entire time. Um, I would say that Ravens will go into the into halftime still winning, but I would say at least by three. Winning by three going in half. After that, then I th- then Ravens are just gonna. Take it home from there. The I like half. that. That's what I think. Yeah, I agree with both you guys, honestly. I think the Ravens come out a little bit slow. And I think the momentum from that last game against Cleveland kind of takes over with Houston. And I think CJ Stroud will have a very good first half. I could see it being like 17-14 going in half, like you said, Ant. Maybe mm-hmm. 17-10. Maybe even them losing. However, the Ravens do make – a lot of good changes coming out of the half. And I think a young Texans team is not ready for that. I also don't know if CJ Stroud has seen a team like Baltimore. And I think he actually played them. Actually looked that up. Pretty sure yep. they played. They're looking it up. Granted though, CJ Stroud has only gotten better. So whatever he did against them, if he did yeah. play them, and I'm not hundred percent. I was going to say, I don't think he's seen a defense like this. Even if he did see them in whatever week they played well, he um, saw in Cleveland, the playoffs, but he has not Cleveland seen a Baltimore team like this. Defenses. Two different defenses. The Ravens led pretty much every statistical um, stat that actually matters for a defense, such as turnover, sacks, all of those. So, yeah, all that, especially jazz. in the playoffs, I just don't think he's seen a team like that in the playoffs um, and a defense specifically like that. They played yeah. in September. And uh, he did play horrible. 242 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. So he was sacked yeah, five times, but they lost pretty heavily. So I don't know. Yeah. I think the Ravens take it, but I think it'll be a very, very entertaining game. Like you guys yeah, said. Yeah, I do too. Um, okay. Uh, another fantastic game. This is going to be a very interesting one. Uh, 
this is uh Tampa Bay at at uh at Detroit. Um and go for it. Skip me right now. I don't yeah. have an answer. Keaton, go for it. I think I think the Lions win it. Um, I don't want to bet against I don't want to bet against uh, Detroit. However, Baker Mayfield against Philadelphia. Now, granted, Philadelphia's defense is, has been poopy. Drew Locke, Drew historically Locke, bad. Drew Lock cooked him. So mm-hmm. not not saying too much. Baker Mayfield has had a very very good season. Um, I think he's gone a contract the, worthy season. I will say exactly. I think he's gone under the radar because of who he is and how he plays and kind of his situation. But I, when I watched, when I, when I watched the Rams game, um, when we played, when, when I went to, when I went to LA to watch them against Seattle, uh, the defense that Seattle runs is very similar to how Detroit runs their defense. And what I noticed was that Puka Nakua, just was always getting those like soft seven, eight yard out routes and then just making big plays because kind of like, like Detroit, Seattle doesn't know how to tackle. And I think the Rams had a good formula on, on how to do that. However, um, in this one where, where the Rams are primarily like a 50, 50, like they're, they're a lot of run heavy, but pass heavy too. Uh, Tampa Bay has zero run game. Like they have a run game. They are fully pass heavy it's like 70 30 and detroit's pass defense is awful it is awful um i would not be shocked it i mean i I really wouldn't be shocked if if they won this game just off that alone i still think detroit wins it i think it's probably like i think this game's probably a little bit more low scoring um even though i'm talking about high powered offense but I would probably say this is like a 21-17 game. I think this is another really close one. A lot of people are underestimating Tampa, but Baker's played well, and that that offense is good. So if he puts the ball where he needs to, if he puts the ball where he needs to put it, I don't think Detroit kind of has a shot to stop him. They just have to match the offense and then some. So I like your take, but I think it's going to be opposite. I think a low key is going to be a shootout. Like, I just don't see either one of these defenses stopping the offenses. Also, I'll say this. Baker could have probably passed for 400 yards if his receivers caught the ball against Philly. Like, mm-hmm. he had, like, a, I don't want to say a career-defining moment, but that was probably the best game he's had to date, at least with the situation. I'm happy for Baker. Said. Yeah, I am, too. Me I like too. Baker. Um, Shout out, Baker. But with that being said, I just would not bet against the Lions in this game. Um, maybe for the Bucks to cover the spread, but I don't think the Bucks are that good of a football team, and I don't think the Lions are, you know, a perfect football team. But I think they're a good football team, and they should win this. This is the type of game they should win and need to win in order to continue their success in the NFC for years to come. This is one of those games they should win. Move on. Start looking at a different team that's better. That's my opinion. Yep. Uh, anything or just skip? Skip. I um. I mean, I think it's gonna be a good <laughs> game. I can't tell you exactly how it's gonna play out. It could be a blowout. It could be a close game. With these two teams, I really couldn't tell you. Like I Ants, low scoring, right? high scoring. I don't know. Um. Give me Detroit because I would love to see Detroit win this. I would love to see them win this. Honestly, fair like, enough. For the review, that's what I'll take. For the content, man. Fair enough. Exactly. Although both these and teams are really okay. Last but very not least for what legacy I think game. is going to be the game of the week. What do we think, fellas? Legacy. What uh, do we think? Goodness I my gracious! Pick. I have my pick and I have my reasons. And go for uh, it. Go. Yeah, I, I would like to go last. No, nope, no I'd like to yeah. go last. All right, Bills and Chiefs, legacy game, Mahomes versus Allen. Seven times. Seven Seven times times they faced off. And I'm going to say the Bills. Two reasons. Two reasons. Number one, I want to see the Chiefs lose so freaking 
bad. Reason number two. I want to see Patrick Mahomes cry again, like a little crybaby. That's all I want to see. That would make my day so biased. I don't care what anyone says. It is so biased. I just hate the Chiefs, and I would love to see Patrick Mahomes cry, Travis Kelsey cry, Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes in shambles. Be so great. (laughs) So what from the biggest Lamar hater to the biggest Mahomes hater? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Oh, God. Is that it, though? Yeah, that's it. It's completely What's your score Give me... Mm, give me, like, a 35-28. Damn. Okay, I like that. Keaton, do you want to go last, or do you want me to, to go last? I'll let you I'll, I'll let you finish it off. Um, okay. So I'll, I'll take something real quick. Um, okay, go for it. I think I mentioned two weeks ago. No, 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 no. I don't know. I mentioned not too long ago that uh, this would be like there was a game, and I forget who it was played by, but it would be a game where Bane could come out and just blow the stadium up. I'm changing <laughs> my answer. My two least favorite teams in the AFC. Actually, my two least favorite quarterbacks oh. in the entire NFL are facing each other again for the third straight year in the playoffs. I can't handle it. I'm over it. I'm so over it. Granted, legacy. You're game. gonna be banned. <laughs> <sighs> I'm literally just like, I might blow this stadium up, dude. Bane Simone. Yeah, I might do it. Um, <laughs> I think Buffalo wins. And honestly, I'd rather have Buffalo win. I I honestly was hoping Sean McDermott wouldn't get to this point so he could just get fired. I was hoping Josh <laughs> Allen would be exposed as a fraud. But above all else, I'm so tired of the Taylor Swift and all that stuff, I would like Kansas City to lose. However, I'm not letting Thank bias you. play into that. Uh, I truly do think Buffalo is the better team. They're playing in their home stadium. Um, they have a little bit more control over the weather, even though Kansas City is used to playing in that cold weather. A uh, little different. Kansas City and Buffalo are a little different temperature. Um, but I do think that the legs of Josh Allen and his mobile ability – is slightly better than Mahomes. I think Josh Allen's a better scrambler, um, and I, I honestly think I, I think I think it comes down to Buffalo's receivers. They have more talent, and they have a better. I, I was I was gonna say tight end, but that's Kansas City. But everywhere else, they're kind of better. Khalil Shakir might have a good game. Stephon Diggs is gonna have to have a good game. So, I think Buffalo takes this. I think this is a shootout. I don't think defense has anything involved. Uh, probably 27-24 Buffalo. Okay, fellas. Well, I think differently than you guys. I think that the Chiefs are going to win. And I'll give you a couple of reasons why. Number one, Josh Allen against Mahomes in the playoffs is 0-2, like you just said. This will be their third matchup in a row. And the Bills just remind me of kind of the Cowboys. They kind of remind me of the Cowboys of the AFC. You know, they have high expectations every year. They're a very good team in the regular season. They play the one team or the two teams that they don't want to play in the playoffs and lose. I think Kansas City is one of those teams. Number one, I don't want to bet against Mahomes. I don't care about the refs and all of that. Mahomes has 12 playoff wins. The second highest is actually Josh, who has five. The difference in quarterbacks there is just insane. Number two, the other reason and the main reason I think that they're going to win is because Kansas City's defense is legit. Like, they're not a legit defense. I'm just saying that just a bullshit. They're a legit, no, legit, they're really legit good. defense. I think they're going to cost some turnovers. Um, I think Sneed, I don't think he'll lock Josh Allen up, or excuse me, not Josh Allen, um, Stephon digs up, but I think he will have a very good game like he did against um, our boy from Miami Hill, who's probably playing Fortnite right now, but I just see, again, this game being super close, but Casey pulling it out for whatever reason. They always do it, especially against the Bills. And my score prediction is probably 28-24 Kansas City. Mm. But I will say, if I am Baltimore and I think I'm going to beat the Texans, I am very much so rooting for the Bills. 
I would not want to play Patrick Mahomes in an AFC Championship. That is for damn sure. But I think this is the game of the week by a good margin in my eyes, and I could see it going either way. I just don't think the Bills are well enough equipped to beat Kansas City. Yeah. It's a fair well, statement. Yeah. Well, look, I, I think I think regardless, there's gonna be some there's gonna be some uh, fun stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. Um in the next week and and you know uh a lot of storylines uh i'm sure we're gonna see some new coaches get hired uh we might have some information if bill belichick is actually um a falcon i saw mike rabel's the new favorite to be the seahawks coach so mm-hmm. i uh, saw that as well um, who knows what happens with that anyway well um that's everything uh you know well that's it i think next week last I think week, next week actually with- sorry go ahead you can finish after this, but last week we had mentioned that we're going to start a couple of new segments, and I think we'll probably end up starting that next week. But just be out, just be um, out on the lookout for that, and understand that we like to talk about the playoffs, obviously. But we're going to start implementing some new things, and we think you guys will enjoy it for sure. Perfect, absolutely. And I think uh, I think next week for the games we'll do uh, offensive and defensive players of the game. Yep. Um, introduce some stuff and yeah with, with less games there's more storylines to talk about and more fun stuff to do so exactly um well thanks for tuning in for this week uh in this episode um yeah and we'll we'll see you guys next week catch you all on the flip side yeah see Deuces. y'all next week